you know what, today's podcast day. Like, let me feel my feelings. No, I wasn't going to do it. I was going to I was going to just start talking to you first and then do it. Welcome to Conversations for Our Grandkids. It's not funny at all, but it's uh, funny, man. Yeah, Seamus just uh, ruined my whole entire day. Um yep. I was I was uh, blissfully ignorant of the most 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 recent Paris attack. Or was it Paris or was it just It's a place called Nice. I don't know if it's pronounced Nice, but it's in France. Uh, uh apparently a guy just uh, ran a bunch of people over because it was Bastille Day, and they're saying that up to 70 people might be dead. I'm not Ugh. sure if that's the case. I've heard anywhere from 30 to 70, so people are fucked up, though. And apparently, the guy got out of the car and started shooting, too. This just happened. I hate to start on such a bummer note, you know, but <sighs> hey, grandkids, what the fuck is going on? Dude, the last couple... I was just listening to the last episode that we did. Oh, my God, man. Shit is like fucking crazy right now things are going crazy and it's like you know i i'm a person who generally speaking stays out of the whole hubbub of of you know reading articles and sharing on facebook and and twitter and all that shit like i i I really am mostly concerned with like what am i doing right now you know what i mean for for the most part but you just can't help but get this sense of like holy fuck some crazy shit is going on in the world right now like some crazy shit that's it doesn't it feels like one of those moments that uh you read about uh that that almost feels like a um a landmark in time where it's like this was the time when there were mass shootings and 50 to 70 people would die at a time you know what i mean or like there would be bombings from time to time because of of you know whatever man and it's like also, that what was going on at that time was political unrest. You know, people were starting to see how things were working behind the scenes, and they weren't happy about it. And they started voting in these crazy candidates. They started voting to leave unions. You know, like yeah, it, it's insane, man. I, I'm really. It makes every day almost now. I wake up and I'm like a little bit more nervous than the day before because there's like some more extreme shit happening. Like every day, there's just some crazy ass shit happening. It's, I can't even, and dude, well, that, that video, man, it's, it just man. makes it so fucking real. But, you know, there's just bodies in the street bleeding out. It's like a fucking movie. You know what I mean? But it's not, it's, it's almost like somebody like a fucking Cloverfield 10, like, or whatever, you know, there's bodies and there's blood pooling out and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, this looks familiar. But then you get, there's this moment of like, wait, it's familiar, but, it's familiar because I'm used to this being fake. I'm used to people yeah. like pouring ketchup on themselves. This is yeah. real human blood. And these are real human dead bodies. People who woke up today and won't wake up tomorrow. You know what I mean? Well, just crazy. to catch the grandkids up, we've had quite the week as far as uh, worldwide violence goes. This might be a downer episode. Sorry to let sorry to let you know, but that's what the fuck is happening. Hey, listen, um, man, you never know how the end of the episode is going to be. That's true. For that's right true. Now, we could have some indigo children at the end. Who yeah. knows? Who knows? <laughs> we could have, we could right have now, dude, we, we have to start on a depressing note. Just if only for the re, the the um, if only to catch the vibe of of society right now. This week. This week. It's fucking 
That oh, shit. God, man. Real, that dismal. video really upset me, man, because me too. It these people on, didn't do anything. And oh. it just keeps happening where it's like, it's eventually. That's it's still they. To, they're God. celebrating their independence, right? What July 4th just happened. Imagine in Philadelphia, right? There's a huge July 4th uh, celebration because obviously Philadelphia, the history of America, it was crucial. That's where the Declaration of Independence independence was signed etc cetera, etc cetera, right so there's all this significance imagine if some dude had a big ass truck and just drove through the july 4th uh concert that usually the roots uh, uh headline at and just killed 120 people you know got out started shooting injured 100 more you know what i mean i can't it's just it's appalling man it's appalling and i feel like we have to do something soon. It's like we, we yeah. we're so past we're so past the point where we have to like do something meaningful. And I don't mean half ass sticking our thumb in our ass and fucking going to Iraq and Afghanistan and just oh well we'll put a, a, a bunch of fucking dudes in there and just see what happens. You know what I mean? We'll, we'll fly our drones around and kill their cousins and, and bridal parties and shit. We we need to do something like much more real and you know. Because at this point, I feel like the the reason that they're doing all this shady drone shit, right, is because they are afraid that they couldn't get the public support to kill the people that they want to kill. At this point, I don't think you'd have trouble getting that support. You might yeah. you might draw a line in the sand, and there might be citizens. You you'd radicalize your your country, right? Um, people for and people against. However, the country is already radicalizing. But it's radicalizing in a chaotic manner. It's radicalizing in, it's not just for or against some issue, right? Say a war, which is countrywide. It's for and against racism. It's for and against police brutality. It's for and against the military industrial complex. It's for and against, you know, political corruption. There's too many issues going on that we're all confusing and, and at the same time. And it's like, you have to, we're trying to make, if you don't, agree with me on one issue then you you can't agree with me on all the other issues you know what I mean? we're confusing all this shit where uh i don't know man it's just i feel like we need to everyone needs to pause for a second we need to take a day everyone take off of work including the president we all take a nap we you know kiss our our, our girlfriends and mothers and wives on the cheek and then we have another day where all day on tv is just meetings of of government and we're all discussing what the fuck is going on what are the actual you know because the government is they're sitting in meetings like okay we've got this isis problem right like we had we spent 10 million dollars to uh we, we gave it to this firm so that they could do research on this problem and tell us what what are the what are our best options but the public doesn't get that information you know so how about we have a day where all that information is brought out and be like look this is the situation because I have a feeling if the government was more transparent and they gave us the information that they were given, I honestly believe we'd be like, oh, you know what? I totally see why you did what you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And then Granted, we'd be able to have some sense of pride in our fucking country. Yes, dude. Yes. Because then we'd say, oh, well, of course, of course we would be mad after the fact because it, it's all fucked up. You lied to us and then something bad happened. But if you were just straight up with us and we're like, look, we're going to do some crazy shit. You know, it's like, all right, well, do yeah, okay, do some crazy shit. We we hope it works too. And if it doesn't work out, then we're all like in the same boat of like, well, yeah, you know, well, we we tried we something tried. crazy. It didn't work. We you know, yeah. but we knew what we were in for. But at this point, man, I really feel like it's this this ISIS, Islamic terrorist, whatever you know. If you could sum it up in one point, you know what I'm talking about. This issue that's going on in this world. If our Western governments got together and we're just more transparent with the people and we're real with the people. I really think we could make actual headway in solving the problem. But right now there's this issue where the government doesn't trust the people to make smart decisions, rightfully so. And the people don't trust the government to be honest and to do what they actually want, rightfully so. So we're at this gridlock, this standstill of fucking bullshit. And Brexit, I think, is... Um, and, and Donald Trump be almost becoming president or being a realistic candidate are symptoms of that. Yeah, I um, I don't know what to say, man. I, I think that we well we have to we have to address 
Let's just bring them up to date, because I honestly, if this is going to be like a time capsule, I'd like the grandkids to have a good understanding of what has occurred in the past week. I mean, I know we're dealing with this situation that has literally just happened, but we also have this other sort of uh, separate but equally as disturbing issue going on in America, which is the uh, there's sort of there's a, a racial divide that's like seems to be uh, reemerging in a way that it's sort mm. of. Uh, it didn't really it didn't seem like it existed in the way that it maybe maybe it always has. And we've just been willfully ignorant. But uh, we had a crazy situation last week where there were two more cases of like police brutality um, where these two men were basically shot by the cops uh, and they were both caught on film. And the both looked really fucking bad for the cops, like pretty fucking terrible. And. That was fucking crazy. Everyone was talking about that, and it was, you know, oh, man, it's just uh, people just don't talk about it in the right way. People either so like, oh, well, he was a criminal, or he was a this, and he was a that. And the point is, yeah, okay, maybe he was a criminal. That's kind of what the cops are there to do, but they're not there to kill criminals necessarily unless they absolutely need to. And it seems as if there's this, mm, what's what's the word? Gray um, area. There's this weird gray area, and there's this weird... They, they overstep their bounds in a lot of ways, it seems like. And they get caught up in, like, the one video where the guy gets the guy gets shot in his car for getting his license or registration out looks really bad on the side of the police. And, and that, the crazy thing is that's still being made a race issue, even though the cop was Asian. Like, it always seems like, I'm hearing all this crazy shit, but it always seems like a white versus black thing, when really the argument should be re, uh, reframed as, hey, police officers kill yes, a lot man. of people every year, whites and black people. They kill yeah. a lot of people. And granted, definitely disproportionately black people. But hey, that you know, that's that's definitely an issue, but it's a part of a bigger issue, which is police brutality. Because the police are brutal to everyone, and maybe disproportionately black people, but you have to understand that that is a, just a, a kind of ugly symptom of a disease and the disease is police brutality. And if you want to get rid of all the symptoms at once, you have to attack the disease. You know what I mean? So, and this is my, I'm glad you framed it this way because that this is my main issue with the hashtag black lives matters uh, group is because they're trying to, like you say, bring back up, you know, re re animate this racial kind of energy in America where it's blacks versus whites and you know you try to um fuel your argument based on that and the issue is that the the fundamental problems that are that they're railing against aren't actually like racism issues they're like racism or racist symptoms of a bigger issue which is police brutality and um, I actually want to read these if we get the time, uh, if we can come back to this. But the quote unquote Black Lives Matter um, organization came up with their manifest manifesto of like 10 bullet points of what they want to achieve or whatever. And so many of them have to do with police brutality that it's like, OK, so instead of hashtag Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, shouldn't it be like hashtag end police brutality? And I, I know how many fucking times have I said it on this podcast but it's worth saying again because it's like it, it, it's it's getting so lost in the chaos of the of, of emotions that this isn't like this isn't like the 40s where there were jim crow laws where you had to sit at the back of the bus you had to sit at a special place in the restaurant you couldn't ride the same trains you couldn't do this you know sit and go to the same churches you couldn't go to the same venues you couldn't do go to the same supermarkets you couldn't do the same anything right this is specifically People in a position of power abusing it in a, a certain way that the numbers show is disproportionately racist, right? But the problem is the authority is abusing their power, and that's getting lost in the race uh, like dynamic of it, which is just a part of the bigger problem, you know? And to, to call this the Black Lives Matter, you know, that, that's a that's. It's That's cute. a different issue. <laughs> it's a different issue, man. It's a cute little slogan, and it's, it's, it's eye-catching. But we don't That's need I don't cuteness, think... man. I know. We're over that shit. I, I've been watching Mad Men, right? The 60s, yeah. the 50s and the 60s were the time for cuteness, you know? The time for stereotypes and cuteness and symbolism when it comes to these kinds of issues and things like that. This is the 21st century. We have data. We have the internet. We have means of distribution. 
distributing data, you know? And we that's what we need to base all our shit on. We can't have hashtag Black Lives Matters or Black Lives Matter. Sorry, I'm fucked up. Black li- We can't have hashtag Black Lives Matter be the organization that tackles police brutality because those two issues taken without the context of our society, they don't equate. They don't really... Um, mesh very well, you know, and the bigger issue is police brutality. So to me, if you had to choose one, it has to be police brutality that you go after. Because let's say they stop killing black people and they start killing Asian people or white people. So is Black Lives Matter going to make sense when it's white cops killing white uh, criminals? You know what I mean? The the problem is police are killing people um, uh, like almost uh, like instinctually spur the moment um what am i looking for impulsively right and we can't yeah. have that we cannot have that in our society I, th- I think the other i think the other problem inherent with that that line of thinking is that it almost uh there's this presumption that the cops who are killing these people are racists or maybe perhaps they're just really bad at their fucking jobs you know what i mean mm-hmm. or perhaps yeah. they are it's it could just be an incompetence thing and i think when you immediately bring the race like the race element into it although you can obviously say that black people are disproportionately killed by the police that is sort of pointing to some sort of i guess you could make the argument for systemic racism whatever the fuck you know what i mean like mm-hmm. there's 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 definitely something there but to say that on an individual level all of these people are fucking racist and want to go out of their way to like kill black people i think is crazy i think that's a crazy thing to say yeah. and i think that that makes everybody on either side super hyped up. And if you're not completely agreeing with, you know, the cops or the people who are saying, Hey, stop killing us. You're a fucking asshole or racist or an idiot or this or whatever. I'm going to block you and fuck you and fuck this and fuck that. We don't get anywhere. We're just fighting each other. And it's so fucking old. It's so Mm -hmm. tired. It's so tired. You you make a, a horrible problem worse. It's like insult to injury, you know? And I feel like it's one of those instances where, the, the modern liberal feminist uh, civil rights movement is kind of bastardizing what the original uh, movement was based on because the original movement, a lot of the articles and e- even that you read in college, right, that get mis- misinterpreted in certain ways. But if you read the data and what it says, a lot of it, all that it says is that there's a very powerful, subtle force in society that is carried through history that is kind of racially charged that is it's not necessarily conscious in a lot of people in modern times but there is still an influence of this past of um racially segregated or racially motivated you know things that happen in society so we're still feeling the effects of of, of that of the older shit and how could we not i mean slavery how ended like not? what 140 years ago maybe you know right. the civil rights movement was I guess at this point, almost 60 years ago, but still, that's right. not saying that much. You know that's what I mean? One that's one generation, s- dude. You know how long it takes to change social infrastructure? You know what I mean? And, Holy and that f- being 350 said, million people, and we're doing so well, dude. We're doing so yes, well. And that's the thing. That's the thing is that we have made so much progress since there, then, that we are not really in the state that we were. And, and, and to sort of. I think to sort of try and propagate this idea that we still are a horribly racist nation and blah, 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 I think is, uh, I think is a little bit, maybe not disingenuous, but I definitely don't think that that's the case. I think that uh, there might be more subtle things where people still have weird shit because they're like, you know, oh, I'm a white person who grew up with a bunch of white people, so black people make me uncomfortable, but they're not, they don't hate black people. I feel like the, the hatred, there's not that element of like, Ah, oh, let's go out and kill them. You know what I mean? Nobody's. I, I feel like that. That is the the maybe a vocal minority on the internet, but every yeah, like the, right. the majority of people, and the, are and, oh, and I think even specifically the people who you see in these videos who are killing uh, black people, right? I don't even think they are in that group of like, let's go out and get us some Negroes. You know what I mean? I don't think they're in that group. I really, truly don't. Now, our, now and this is what I, the point I was trying to make is that after the 60s movement where it was like, no, shit is fucked up. You know what I mean? You can't have coloreds only and whites only shit. Fuck that. You know, we, it's time to change some shit, right? Yeah. After that wave, then there was this wave where white people said, well, the laws are changed. White people and black people legally, we, it's, you know, we have the same things. It's not even separate but equal anymore. But how, how, what are you complaining about? And so that next generation said, look, I, we understand. Now the law has changed. But there's still a social aspect that is 
subtle and it's persistent and you can't ignore it because people are still being racist. Like my aunt, she went to college in Tennessee and she was like, I've never experienced racism so open than, you know, the seventies in, in Tennessee. And it was, it's funny kind of as a side note, she was like, I prefer that kind of racism than the racism that you find in the North, which is secret where white people will look in you in the eyes and say, Oh, hello, how are you doing? Like, ha have a wonderful day. But inside they're like, oh, I hope this nigger doesn't touch me. You know mm. what I mean? But in yeah, Tennessee, yeah, yeah. she was, it, it was more like, what are you doing in my store? You know what I mean? That kind of shit where it's like, all right, well, oh, I shit. see, I see what's up. I see what's up. Yeah. You know, at least you're being honest. I'll leave. Fuck you. I don't want to shop in your fucking store anyway. You racist piece of shit. You know, I'll find another store, but that, that's kind of how it was. It was more out in the open. But, um, so I think what happened was after time or through time, people, uh, co-opted these, that, that the subtle argument where there's a subtle influence, right? And that turned into into uh, toxic masculinity and it turned into you know all the quote-unquote regressive left arguments that you hear today that are just absolutely fucking bananas you know uh and i think honestly the the people who started who were who started the, the, these kind of balls rolling in the 60s and 70s would be disgusted really by what the what it turned into in, in the current day i could be wrong but you know it, it feels like to me there, the it, it wasn't. It seemed about, to be going against the it. the principles, the foundation, yes, the, the, yes. the what is the core of the the argument or the purpose for the movement to exist in the first place. It's the same thing with like, as soon as we started breaking our own laws law, laws in the U.S. Uh, like after nine eleven with the Patriot Act and everything, I was like, oh, this is this is real fucking bad. Like this is literally just because once you break some of the rules. There's, it's way harder to get back on track. But the, but the, the, the thing I wanted to bring up for the grandkids specifically is that, uh, bam, 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 we made a fucking <laughs> prediction, uh, that we're not happy about because we, I feel like our predictions are sort of becoming a curse now where we've predicted a lot of weird shit that's happened and then it, it just fucking happens. Yeah. And we're like, hey, I really don't want this to happen. But, but let me just set the scene. So we had these police brutality ish, uh, issues last week and then, uh, I was talking to Adam. We were playing a video game, talking to each so other weird. about it. And Adam goes, and we played for probably like maybe like four or five hours. We just yeah. kind of, you know, it's we, a good excuse to catch up, talk. And honestly, um, that was kind of an emotional day where like, I feel like, I mean, we, at that time we felt like, man, so much shit has happened this week. Like, and I, it, there's nobody really I can meaningfully talk to this kind of shit about that I, that I know of than Seamus. Because if I talk to any, no, seriously, if I talk to anybody yeah. else, it becomes either a hashtag Black Lives Matters conversation, or it becomes, well, you know, those they were actually criminals, and they were, you know, the you know, black people, you know, they're more likely to commit crime, don't you know? It's like, whoa, 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 guys, I mean, come on, guys, stop. You know, yeah, this yeah. is not where I want the conversation to fucking go. So I feel like yeah. when I get to talk to Seamus about these things, it turns into a five-hour conversation sometimes. So no, I feel the same exact way. I feel yeah. the exact same way. But uh, Adam goes, this is bad, man. I feel like at some point they're going to start, people or somebody's going to start shooting cops. And then a couple hours pass, we're still talking, and Adam goes, oh, hey, breaking news. Cops have been shot at this at a Black Lives Matter protest, you know? And so now we have this issue where, I mean, and there, ha there haven't been, I don't think there's been many cases of it since. Maybe there have, but it seems like there's a lot of sentiment of like, yeah, let's, let's fucking kill the cops Dude, now. And it's like, oh, shit. I was shocked. I was shocked. That night, so I'm so I recap. I say, you know, and honestly, I was thinking six months, maybe, maybe three, if if America's really fucked up. It happened we, in like a day, right? <laughs> if we if we have more of these instances of cops shooting black people, we're gonna have people people retaliating and shooting cops. It was hours, hours when the uh, story broke. Shit, fucking creeped me out. And then the next day. I thought it was all going to be, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, Black Lives Matter, but, you know, it doesn't matter if, if you know, blah, blah, blah happens. You know, anytime someone gets murdered, it's a, it's a tragedy. I don't care if you're a cop. I don't care if you're a racist. I don't care if you're a, you know, X, Y, and Z. If you get murdered, that's fucked up. That's what I thought the, the dominant message was going to be on Facebook. And it it was for the most part. But there were these very strong undercurrents. And I can specifically think of one person that I was like, I mean, I'm not necessarily surprised it came from this person because he was kind of like a punk rock motherfucker. But like he, his post was like, you know, if you want me to 
if you want me to delete you or if you don't want to be friends with me, all you have to do is post cops lives matters. And, you know, I'll, I'll delete you because fuck the cops, fuck the pigs. You know, they're not protecting us anyway, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, holy fuck, man. This shit is so much worse than I really thought it was. It's so much worse. I can't believe that the day after it happened, we can't even, we can't even wait 48 hours. The day after it happens, we're already saying fuck the pigs. You know what I mean? There's this, that, that's a, a loud message already. Can we, can we, I mean, dude, this is the thing that kills me on a personal level. It fucking, it makes me sad at night. You know what I mean? When these people die, they're losing their lives. These are yeah. college graduates. These are fathers and mothers. These are teachers and doctors, children. Nobody is mourning for these people. Nobody is grieving these people. They're, they're just using them as another name on a list that they can, oh, uh, Black Lives Matters, Alton Sterling, Eric Gardner, Trayvon Martin, all these people on my list that are, you know, it proves that I'm right. It's like, what, fuck you. Can we at least mourn these people for 24 fucking hours before you use them in your fucking argument against your coworker, please? Yeah. Can we at least respect them as people fundamentally on this planet who have lost their lives? Or do we instantly just, oh, well, you know, uh, that just goes to show that my argument is correct. There is a trend of racism in America. Fuck you. Or Fuck on the shit. other hand of like, let me just post the, this one guy's rap sheet, his entire rap sheet on Facebook. And it's like, whoa, buddy, like, oh, man. It's, what does that have to do it, with it? It, it doesn't have to. It, what it is is I think what it is is that people want to say. I don't know what people want to say, man. People people don't. People are fighting extreme arguments with other extreme arguments, but nobody's meeting each other in the middle. Yeah. That's because what what's is. happening here is regardless of whether or not this motherfucker had a rap sheet, let's say he did have a fucking gun on him. Uh, I don't think the protocol when you have two officers on top of a guy, have him down is to fucking put four bullets into his fucking back. You know what I mean? Right. That seems a little crazy to me. Also, I don't, I know, I know for the, the, the one video I saw, the Fernando, I forget what his last name was, maybe Sterling, or I don't remember his name. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I don't remember his name because there's so many fucking, I, I just go like, oh, another yeah. one. You know what I mean? I know. And, yeah. uh, but, but that video where he's, he's going for his, he's going for the shit in his glove compartment. You can hear the cop freaking out because he knows he fucked up. Uh, and it's yeah, like, I, I didn't watch that one, but people kept saying like, after he shot this dude, he was just like, oh shit, like, or whatever, yeah. you know, like freaking yeah. out. Yeah, and so, you know, clearly, <sighs> clearly, like, there was a fuck up there. And right. it, and it's, it's we don't have to say, we don't have to say fuck that cop for doing that. We can say, hey, there needs to be repercussions. There needs yes. to be something done about this guy. He definitely lost his job. There definitely needs to be an investigation. I don't know what happens past the investigation because I wasn't fucking there. But he's not a cop anymore for fuck sure. You know, that's that's one thing we need to address. Uh, we also ha don't have to don't have to immediately talk about how these people were criminals who did get shot because and this is not the case in this issue. He was going for his fucking glove compartment to get his fucking license or registration out, man. So like, what the fuck? Who cares if you he's know, a criminal? He's doing the right thing right now in this moment. We just want villains. That's what we want. We really want well, villains. And, dude, and they're the uh, sad thing is we have them. We have villains in this world. One is one. One of them are even made up of people. It's ISIS. That's the villain of the world right now. Why can we not all get behind that? We, you want an abstract villain that'll bring all the people together? Global climate change. We have our villains that are real and they are coming for us. It's just why the fuck can we not take our heads out of our asses about these like uh, societal quirks? I want to say. And granted, th these quirks have very heavy con consequences for individuals. And that's horrible, and we have to work to solve that. But as a society, I'm not speaking as an individual, as a society, you have to accept that individuals, as a result of your system of society, some individuals are going to be fucked because all people are unique and you know, nobody fits into the system perfectly. And you can only ever hope to get 99% of the people on, on the same page. That 1% yeah. that's going around killing people and, and raping and fucking around, you know, that, that you can't, you, you ha as far as history goes, there's never been a perfect society. So you should never expect your society to, to be perfect. But at the same time, 
you have to work reasonably to get to 100% because that's obviously the ultimate goal. But to pretend that it's that 1% or, you know, maybe, well, I'll even give you 10%. That 10% is 60% that you have to go outside and, and put your sunglasses on and tip your hat and, you know, ruffle your coat, coat so nobody sees your face, you know? That's bullshit. The people that you live with, you've been living with them for however many years. You know what I mean? It's You can't, it, that's not a realistic way to, to address the issue. And neither is, like we said in the last episode, when there's a fucking Islamic terrorist attack, to ignore that the it's in the Islamic terrorist attack and to call it something else. It's it, yeah. This, this is all like bullshit and, and just it's getting everyone confused. It's getting yep. everyone confused and divided and angry and angry. Everyone's angry, man. And I see all this shit on Facebook where I just see these dialogues going back and forth. And I'm like, Facebook's not the place to talk about it. Can I just say that Facebook is not the place to discuss these things? Too much gets lost in translation. There's too many people mm-hmm. uh, with their eyes on it. It, it, it. It's not a place where people are are really able to express and fully articulate their thoughts without someone crying bullshit one way or the other. No matter who it is, there's somebody says some kooky ass shit. And it just devolves into like, well, no, fuck you, motherfucker. And like, mm-hmm. it's just not a good, it's not a good forum for that. I, I don't know what else is. Maybe conversations for our fucking grandkids. <laughs> I think, I mean, I don't know, man. No, I don't no, know. I think, honestly, I think this is where it happens because granted, we can't bring everyone into this conversation. But if you go to candymunchers.com, you can comment on these mm, conversations. Hell yeah. Um, and we can have a real discussion there between, I mean, honestly, personally, we, I can, we can respond to you, but I think the message, the 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 one of the answers is, or one of the ways that we're going to advance conversation in our society is by having two people for an hour or two hours or three hours hash out an issue and debate and say how they really feel and to say you know all of their memories and all of their experiences with this certain thing because when you have these you know snippets and tweets and you go on Facebook because here's the thing that I realized right. On Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you're not you're not talking to a specific person to address a specific concern. You're addressing a generic group of people, a generic audience, right? And the more popular you are on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, the more generic your audience is going to be, you know? So you're not you're not going to change anyone's mind because you have to address 10,000 people. If you're in a room with one person, you can possibly change that person's mind by being like, oh, so tell me what you think about this issue. Oh, so you think A plus B equals C, but actually like C came before B. So it's like more like A minus C equals B. Do you see how, oh, yeah, you see, exactly. So I, I understand how you, how you think that America created the terrorists, but really it's more like we just kind of helped them. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. That can happen in, in a room with one person or two or three people or four people. But if you're on social media where you're not even physically present with these people, it's not even like you're in a room of 10,000 people. You're just, you're just shooting your fucking load. Just words on a page. Just really. words on a page to 10,000 people that you, and you you know when you're typing it that it, this is going out to everyone. And you're, essentially, you don't, you know, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't ever even post anything or say anything unless I am ready to defend that that position. Does that make I'd sense? I'd say that's correct. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I don't think yeah. anybody puts anything out there unless it ends in a question mark that they're not ready to defend for hours, Right. And the problem is, is that when you come into these situations, into these conversations, everyone is already set on what they believe and fuck everything else. And no one's willing to budge. But if you're in a room with someone and you you establish a relationship and you uh, understand what you have in common and you have a few drinks and you smoke some pot, you know, all of a sudden you find that you're mostly on the same page and that it's mostly due to your kooky upbringings and your parents and your uncles and shit why you disagree about whether or your you words vote. or you might phrase something you, a different yeah. way based on your cultural background that right. might be like the same thing but like hey I know this sounds fucked up but I'm literally saying the other thing you're saying but just with a little extra flavor on top you know what right. I mean or whatever or, the fuck or or it's like you know we see the same problem we we can characterize the problem in exactly the same way, but we just disagree about how to solve it, you know. And that's nobody a, disagrees that police brutality is an issue. Nobody. Nobody disagrees. disagrees. Nobody disagrees that police should should be 
nobody thinks that police should just be able to kill anybody at any given point, you know, based on, oh, I, had, I didn't have my coffee this morning, so I shot that nigger. Nobody thinks that that's okay. You know what I mean? So if we could yeah. start there, the discussion gets really a lot easier. But nobody, it's like, no, they want to shoot niggers. That's where, that's where we're starting the, the discussion now, uh, on Facebook at least. And that's where 90% where of the problems are coming, where it's like, can we just agree that we're all people and we all really want the same thing and really nobody agrees that this is okay? Can we start yeah. there? And then we'll, we'll, we can discuss the, the details of it. We'll we'll sift through your bullshit slowly, you know. You know what yeah. I mean? We'll we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay, maybe maybe this guy was a fucking. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the point is of, of bringing. Here's up the, the thing: history. the criminal record thing, right? Yeah, I think the the message is that people forget that these cops are patrolling neighborhoods every day, and criminals who are career criminals are doing crimes every day. And cops see these dudes, they've arrested, I've arrested that guy three times, or at least I put handcuffs on him five times, you know, I, no convictions or maybe one conviction, but I've, I've put this dude in jail five, six times. He's a good dude, you know, but he's just hanging with the wrong crowd, et cetera, et cetera. He's dangerous. He sells crack, but you know, he has a family. I understand I have a family, but I have to arrest this guy. It's my job. You stop this guy on the wrong day, right? and he's in a bad mood, or he's desperate, you know what he's capable of because you've seen his friends do some crazy shit or you've heard stories. And all of a sudden, this doesn't become a traffic stop. This becomes a potential life and death situation. And the rules are different in those situations. If you stop a white kid with a fucking golf shirt and a, a fucking polo logo on them, who's sweating and he's got pimples and shit, Officer, I'm sorry, I just... Then it's like, listen, kid, you motherfucker. You know, maybe he's nervous because he just bought an ounce of weed he's going to go sell, right? Yeah. But if you see... Uh, and, and a lot of this has to do with what I was saying earlier about the subtlety of the, the racism in America now where it's, it's mostly, you know, uh, stories and media uh, portrayals, advertising portrayals that are really what's influencing people's opinions and behaviors. It's not like people really believe that black people are evil or something or white people are evil. It's more just like, well, the media told me that it's, you know, <laughs> have you ever seen one of those movies where the, the people, the white people do the bad things to the black people? It's not, it's mostly that. And it's not like, you know, most people are experiencing racism on a day-to-day -day basis. But anyway, the point I'm trying to make is you have these officers who are raised in America. They know that black people aren't necessarily fans of the fucking cops. You know, they know that. So, because you listen to Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle is one of the most ungangster motherfuckers you could ever, as a black person, that you could listen to. He's intelligent, sophisticated, but he will still tell you in explicit terms, black people do not fuck with the cops. And that's a, that's a very tangible sentiment in America. Cops, you don't think cops know that? You know what I mean? So they roll yeah. up on this traffic stop. It's a black, now it's a black dude. It's not this white, you know, pimply teenager anymore. It's a black dude. Instantly you think, well, this dude has a problem with the cops, so let me be careful because I don't want things to get testy, you know? Your adrenaline is already pumping. And it takes a fucking Buddha, man, to, fuck, to, to fight all the adrenaline and all the testosterone and, and all of the environmental factors that are going, uh, going on at, at, in times like that. You can't control shit like that, to, you know, unless you're a fucking well-trained or a perfect person. And cops aren't that. And I feel like that's the main issue. It's not that they're, you know, going out like, let's shoot these kids. It's like there's a, in, in the moment, it, it's scary. And they're like, they've got kids and they want to go home. They'd rather shoot first than be shot first, you know? So I, I, there, there's a lot of wiggle room. And I think the, the, what I'm trying to say is the point of bringing up the criminal records is just to say, like, if you arrested this dude five times and you knew that he hung out with people who were dangerous and were willing to kill people if necessary it's not just a traffic stop anymore it's not it's it's a potential life and death situation and that's where yeah. shit gets blurry yeah and that's what i think the 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 mentality or i'd like to think i don't think it's a racist thing when people post that i think it's them trying to approach the argument in the wrong way because what they're really i think what they're really really trying to say is let's not paint this as a black and white issue 
However, they are taking the side that it is. It comes off as I'm painting this as a black and white issue, basically. Yeah, like, like yeah. I, I'm saying, like, look, let's let's not, let's say that maybe maybe there was something wrong with the person they pulled over, and maybe there was something wrong with the cops. Maybe there was a gray area, like like reality, where mm-hmm. some fucked up shit happened. A guy, oh, he he panicked. He thought the guy was reaching for a gun. He shot him. It's fucked up, but it's not necessarily. Him being like, oh, it's a black guy. Let me kill this black guy. Exactly. It is, I fucked up. It's, oh my God, my job is to go out and risk my life every day. Here's one of those situations where I'm literally risking my life. All you know, You're getting all these cues from your social training that this is a dangerous situation. It's a traffic stop. And you always hear this, man. Traffic stops are dangerous. Cops, you know, they walk up the traffic stops. They don't know who's in the driver's seat. They don't know, you know, it could be somebody who's got a gun just pointed out the window waiting for them. It could be, you never know. And I think, you know, they're, they're walking into this situation knowing it's life or death. It's life or death. And if I have to kill someone, I will, because it's, that's what, that's my job. It's what I'm trained to do. And that's what, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I think the real issue here, or maybe not the real issue, let me not put it that way, but the issue that we can tackle as a society is to recognize this as a police brutality issue and to address uh, the level that society is able to address, which is if a cop fucks up, there have to be consequences. And society has to be happy with the rules of engagement for a police officer. So we have to establish rules that say a police is allowed to kill a civilian in these ways under these circumstances, and the majority of people have to say, I agree. Because if you ask me, there are situations where I would say, yes, this cop definitely was right to kill this person. Now, maybe I wouldn't have. Maybe there is a possible way that you could have avoided killing this person. However, it's reasonable to think that your reaction would be to kill this person. There are situations like that, right? So we need to define what those situations are and very clearly, how you can kill a person, under what circumstances, what do they have to be doing, you know, all the details. And then, if someone breaks those rules, what are the consequences? And society, uh, the people also have to agree on that. And that is the thing, you know, I think both of those things are unclear. When is it really okay for a cop to just shoot a person and kill them dead? And yeah. what should happen to them if they shoot a person dead who they shouldn't have. And I feel like that's where 99% of the, the angst is coming from in these issues is it's a police brutality. We have to define the power that police are allowed to have. And if they're racist, if they're misogynist, if they're fucking anythingist, elitist, communist, and they're a cop and they're abusing their power, it won't matter. Because we if, they, if they're killing white people disproportionately or or you know they're breaking the rules to kill white people they go to jail they're breaking the rules to kill asian people they go to jail you know that's all that it has to be it's it's almost like you know like i say about drug laws it's not really what i say i think it's timothy leary that we don't need laws to send people to jail who do drugs for the fear that they're going to do something dangerous we already have laws that if you do something dangerous or you harm somebody you already go to jail so it doesn't matter whether you're on drugs or not. It, you're, if you do something stupid or dangerous, you hurt somebody, you're going to jail. It should be the same thing, man. It should be yeah. the same thing. It's a sad state of affairs, man. It, it bums me out. It really upsets me. And yeah. this, this this ISIS video today was was. That's the thing, man. We can't we can't uh, we we cannot deal with that issue because we have this we have this internal debate going on where none of us are really on the same page about anything, and it's like okay, well. There are these things, like you said, these actual villains that are fucking coming for us. And we're busy fighting it. Look, winter is fucking coming. And you motherfuckers are fighting in the different... suit. it's just like Game of Thrones, man. That's that's such a perfect uh, illusion, you know, or metaphor or whatever. That winter is coming and we're fucking fighting each other, you know? There's a bigger enemy out there than we even imagine, you know? We're thinking like, oh, the Russians, they're the biggest enemy. We gotta, or the Chinese, we gotta watch out for them, or Iran, we gotta, you know, it's like, no, there are much, much bigger possibilities of chaos in this fucking world, and they are real. Some of them are much more real than the minor concerns that we're worried about. 
winter is fucking coming and we are just shitting our pants and and drinking beer and just hoping that the sun comes up in the morning man it's just it's a clusterfuck it's a clusterfuck man yeah so so to combat this mood the only other thing that is on facebook besides black lives matter or all lives matter or cops lives matter is fucking pokemon Pokemon go Go. what the fuck man that's i'm so glad you brought that up storm man Dude, yeah, dude. You know what it is, man? People fucking love Pokemon. Pokemon is the shit. But I think that the thing is that a lot of people stop playing with Nintendo products. Like, they stop using Game Boys and DSs and all that shit. Everyone's got a fucking phone now, though. So as soon as they have the opportunity to play Pokemon, it's like, oh, yeah, everybody fucking loves Pokemon. Even weird people you didn't expect to love Pokemon. Like, I was on the bus today, and there was some, like, grown black man just yelling, like, God damn it, fucking Lapras. I was, that, <laughs> dude, that shit had me cracking up, man. Shit had me cracking up. I'll say this about Pokemon Go, and it goes right along with what we've been talking about and the kind of dismal times. I think the popularity of Pokemon Go has to do fundamentally with the um, the societal value that our generation puts on nostalgia. 90s kids fucking love the 90s. They love the 90s. Why? And we've said it how many times? Because 9-11. 9-11 changed everything. You know, when we were kids, we grew up optimistic and happy. And, and, you know, my biggest concern was if I was going to miss fucking Mr. Softy, you know, and miss my ice cream at the end of the day because I found a dollar somewhere and I wanted to get some ice cream. My biggest concern. and, And on TV... Everyone was was trying to convince us that our biggest concern was if you got bullied at school. Oh, look at this bully. Isn't he an enemy? He's the biggest, meanest bad guy you could ever imagine. You know? Then all of a sudden, there are people are willingly flying planes into buildings to kill people. What? What? Yeah. Can we go back to like the time when like Pokemon was like first coming out and we were just trying to like, I wanted to go catch some mythical monsters? You know what I mean? So I feel like they, uh, it's such a, it's like it's like taking the temperature of our of our generation in our society at this point. We're just we just really want to go back. We want to go back so bad. Yeah, we do. Cuz it's I, and, and I, here's my my main evidence for that is that it correct me if I'm wrong, but it's only the first 151 Pokémon, right? Which are the ones from so the, far. The 90s. I think they're going to add the rest later, but it is literally like for the people who are not kids anymore but who have phones you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. my manager dude my manager at work left work to go get a fucking pokemon dude jasmine was talking about she's at this pizza place or working at a pizza place now she was like yeah my managers they were like uh she's first of all she's supposed to be being trained by the way but they're like Oh, Jasmine, you got this, right? Like, you, you can run the store for a while. You, she says, she watches them go outside and walk around in circles for a while trying to catch Pokemon. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on in this country, dog? That shit is bizarre. And I downloaded it. I'll tell you this. I'm on the, I'm on the fucking Pokemon Go, but that shit is really fucking annoying. I think I'm probably going to delete it at some point. I'm literally just doing it for the zeitgeist. You know what can, it is? Can you give us the inside man's perspective? Because I don't have it. So speak to me uh, and our uh, grandkids as as two audiences that don't understand this game at all. All right. So basically, what you what, the, it's it's a cool concept. It, it's basically, it, it transforms, uh, it uses like a Google map. So it has like your area around you, and there will be these like little uh, places that you can go to and get like experience points and it'll be like little uh like oh there's this cool little church that I didn't know existed here and if I go there I get some pokeballs and maybe on the way I'll find some pokemon and and then there's gyms that 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 people can battle over so like you and your neighbors can sort of fight to own the you know the park across the street and be like well I own that gym cuz like that's where my fucking guys went so there's like a cool that's really level cool, of cool dude so is it's basically like the pokemon game boy games but like you are Instead of an avatar in a fictional land, it's like it's like an you. avatar in your land. <laughs> yeah, yes, it's like it's, you in your land. It's, it is cool. Really it's a cool. cool it's it's very cool. Yeah, but the the but it's not as cool as everybody's making it out to be. I mean, honestly, it's not as it's not as in depth as the the video games. Like you can't really battle or train your guys except for at gyms, which I haven't even done. And the battling is like weird too. It's like in real time. It's not like you click a button and go like attack. You do like you like. It's like a little weird mini game, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's kind—it's of, kind of strange, um, and I, I really don't—I really don't think it's that great. 
honestly. I mean, it's cool. It's a cool concept. It's fun for a while, but it's really boring, kind of slow. It's one of those like pay to play kind of things where like you can do this and it'll take forever. But if you want to spend five bucks, this will go a lot faster for you. Like we'll mm. give you some shit to level your guys up Dude, and blah, blah, blah. I, I think that's one of the worst things to happen to video games, to be honest, because then you just get it's the same thing. It's like the American economy, man. When you allow little shits like that to happen where it's like if you pay a little bit more, you get to advance 10 times faster. You know, it's like instantly you, you get tears of like, well, the people who don't pay and the people who do pay. And, you know, yeah. there's like a marked yeah. difference. And and granted, it's it's fine, man. It's whatever it is. And then as you walk, you, you can go different places to find different type of Pokemon. And I think that is really cool, too. Like if you if you want to find water Pokemon, maybe go towards the river. They'll probably be That's down cool. there. That's really If you cool. want to find grass Pokemon, go here. Like they're kind of in the places that they would be in the fictional universe, but in your real world. So it encourages you to go out and blah, blah, blah. However, I think the problem that I have with it really is that you kind of have to constantly be looking at your phone. And I don't want to walk around looking at my phone like that. So a lot of the times well, I just turn it the fuck off. Why do you have to be constantly looking at your phone? Because uh, I don't think, I think uh, you have to have the app on and you have to be like looking to see if it pops up, at least for me. Um, cause I turned the sound off. So maybe that's why, but, but, but it's like, uh, you, you have to, it happens in real time. So like, if you miss the vibration or whatever, you, you don't get to like get that Pokemon's Pokemon. gone basically. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And, uh, it, it just kind of seems like it is a little addicting in the sense of like, Oh, let me catch them all. But there's no real way to trade or interact with other people yet outside of the gym. So it's kind of pointless. And, uh, hmm. honestly, that man, would be a I'm, game changer. They're going to add that, but I'm kind of, I'm like, oh, this is going to be really cool in like 10 years when we all have VR headsets and I don't have to look at my fucking phone. Maybe a Pikachu's just walking around in a tree. Then it'll be yeah. awesome. If we're all like, if we're all wearing Google glasses and it's like, instead of looking at your phone, you just see the Pikachu, you know, you're like yeah. walking down the street. You're like, I'm going to go to Starbucks and get some coffee. Oh, Pikachu. You know, and you're like, I'm, I'm going to go catch it. You know? Yeah. Dude, yeah that's yeah. going to be a strange world because you're going to be the only person who sees the Pikachu. Everyone's gonna see you run after this thing and and throw something at at something mm. imaginary, you know. Unless everybody can see it because everybody's got the VR oh, headsets fuck, on. Fuck, man! And they're like, wow. "Yo, that dude just called a Pikachu." That would be insane. Wow, man! I think it'll happen in that way. Wow, uh, man! I never even. This is like opening up new ideas that I've never thought about. Like it's almost like how you used to talk about, or you've talked about the hive mind idea, where everyone's yeah. connected to this one. <sighs> Fuck man. Yeah, like I'm everybody gone. everybody's on the same VR shit. You know, like everybody oh, I saw sees Pikachu this and dude catch the Pikachu. And as a matter of fact, two or three people tried to catch the Pikachu, but this dude yeah. was the only one successful. So at what point is it not real? You know what I mean? <laughs> it's yeah. like if everybody's just like, "Oh shit, there's a fucking Gyarados right there coming out of the water." Some dude, that's crazy. I, but honestly, I don't know, man. I I don't know. It's one of those things I think it'll come and go. We'll see. We'll see what happens. It's like the most popular app at the moment. But I'm using it almost as a tool, really, just to talk to people uh, yeah. in the sense that, like, everybody at my work is playing it. So it's literally just a conversation piece. Oh, I caught this on the way here. I caught that on the way here. I really don't give a fuck about the game. I'm more concerned with the uh, the, the the community, the talking to people. Yeah, exactly. It's like when you sports. drink, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't really care about drinking as much. I don't need to drink, but I'll get... If everybody's getting fucked up, I'll get fucked up. Oh, Sorry, dude, Greg, that's how it works. Damn day of the week. It people sounds know like people. Fucking... I don't give a fuck. Dude, I've been, watching, like... that, I've been watching that Mad Men. I was like, yeah. you know what, man? And I, I feel like I instinctively kind of... So, what, all right, so what I'm about to say is I, I wish we could go back to the time where it was like you go over someone's house and it's like, you know, they have a bar set up or, you know, um, the, the drinking is very um, attractive to me in the show for many reasons. One, I like to drink. Two... I like the social formality that they express with, with drinking because they go to someone's office. Can I fix you something? You want a drink? And then they pour a drink and they hand it to the person and they can drink it or they can not drink it. They can take a sip or not, whatever, you know, but it's like, I like that social formality. I feel like we're missing so much of that. Um, there's the formality of society in, in today. It's like, you know, anybody can do whatever they want. Anybody, it's okay to do anything, but it's like, all right, but like, what should I do? You know, like, can yeah. somebody fucking help me? I need, I, what are the customs here? Like, what is appropriate? What is not? What is helpful? What is harmful? Can somebody just do whatever you want? Do what feels right, baby. But nothing feels right. There's no right in, tell me what the fuck I'm supposed to do. You know? Yeah, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> yeah. I like that. And uh, I forget why I brought that up. 
uh, Mad Men. You're talking about you miss the social formality of like what you're supposed to do and and the yeah. drinking, fixing people drinks and stuff. Yeah, yeah but I mean, there's, there's a lot I mean, of dude, other things too that I miss that that are like uh, I, I don't agree with the the manifestation of the social structure, but like for example, the the man of the house is supposed to provide and the woman is supposed to you know do like complimentary shit like whatever he can't do i'm gonna do the rest of that shit for us you know that was kind of the woman's role and i'm not saying that that's necessarily correct or whatever but i just like the idea of knowing what you're supposed to do in society on a day-to-day basis you know what you're supposed to be doing you know they're all wearing suits and they're grooming themselves and they know you know it's like I slick my hair back the same way. I shave because of this reason. I put the fork on this side because of that. You know, I offer someone a drink because of that. I take my hat off in the elevator when there's a lady present. You know, we're missing all of that in our society because it's like, do whatever you want, baby. It's nothing's wrong, nothing's right. Just respect everyone's ability to live and let live, motherfucker. Like what? Like, all right, yeah, but, yeah, but can you tell me what uh, I'm supposed to be doing though? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's true, man. It's like, uh, fuck. I don't know how I don't know how to describe that, but it's almost like uh, fuck. I lost it. I lost it, man. But I'm totally with you on that. I'm totally fucking with you. Where it's like uh, the, the, there are these things that's almost like there's a freedom. This is what I was gonna say. There's a freedom. There's a weird freedom in not having a choice in a lot of ways, which sounds crazy. But if you know what your role is, or if you, uh, yeah, if you know what your like caste systems almost like we kind of look at that as like a bad thing. In a mm-hmm. lot of ways, it kind of is. But there's also a freedom in like, okay, well, I'm just a this. I don't yeah. have to worry about all that other shit. Hey, man, like, I'm, a, I'm a janitor. I wake up every day. I sweep floors. I try to do the best job that I can. And then I go home to my family. That's my job. That's what I do. You know, that we're missing that because in our society, it's like, oh, you're a janitor. Like, what? well, what are you trying? Are you going to school in your spare time? Are you, what are you trying to be? Are you, what are you trying to be an actor? Are you trying to be something else? You know, like what are you, what are your aspirations? What what is your ambition? It's like no, I'm just a fucking janitor. Like I'm just making ends meet and like raising a family and shit. Is that cool? No, no, no. What are your yeah. ambitions though? What do you want to be? It's like well, so fuck I'm off. Just of, let me live. Kind of just being what I'm being right now. Um, yeah. I I would like to uh, if you don't mind, I'd like to read you something. This is okay. um, a fantastic work of literature that I. It has a personal note in my life, and I'd like to take you back to the 90s, if I may. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Now, imagine me, a young buck, okay? At camp, I'm trying- You wrote this. No. Fuck out of here, oh. dog. Oh, okay. I, I'm sorry. I would, I'm open to that, but this is not what I, where it's going. I'm at camp. I'm trying to impress the ladies. But I'm socially yeah. awkward because I'm a new human being and who knows how this shit works, you know? I'm still trying to figure this shit out to the day, you know, let alone when I'm seven years old, eight, you know, or maybe ten, whatever. But I knew all the lyrics to this song. I knew all the lyrics. <laughs> I, I didn't know what wait. they meant. I didn't know if they were good or bad, but I had heard this song so many times on the radio. And when I said these words to the beat of that song, it felt fantastic. You know, it was like, I know I can do this. I know something, you know, like, uh, mm, uh, and I would, and at this camp, I, I said all the lyrics, right? I said, oh, I know that song. And I just spit all the lyrics, all of them. And all the kids, their first reaction was, can you do that again? And that, <laughs> that was the moment where I was like, oh, fuck, like. This music is magic, right? Dude, you're fucking killing me. What is this song? <laughs> what is this fucking I don't want to tell you the song off the bat. I want to okay. read you the lyrics. All right. Hip-hop marmalade spick and span. Met you one summer and it all began. You're the best girl that I ever did see. The great Larry Bird, Jersey, Jersey 33. When you take a sip, you buzz like a hornet. Billy Shakespeare wrote a whole bunch of sonnets. Call me Willie Whistle because I can't speak, baby. Something in your eyes went and drove me crazy. Now I can't forget you when it makes me mad. Left one day and never came back. Stayed all summer, then went back home. Macaulay Culkin wasn't home alone. Fell deep in love, but now we ain't speaking. Michael J. Fox was Alex P. Keaton. When I met you, I said my name was Rich. You look like a girl from Abercrombie and Fitch. New kids on the block had a bunch of hits. Chinese food makes me sick. And I think it's fly when the girls stop by for the summer. For the summer. For the summer. I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. Uh, I take her if I had one wish. 
But she's been gone since that summer. Since that summer. Since that summer. Cheery and that's pants. the 90s. <laughs> Fuck, dude. That is I the mean, fucking 90s, great How kids. fucking bad is that? But that was on the radio. Terrible. It was such a popular song. He's not saying anything in this whole fucking song, dude. I like girls I just, that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. I'd take her if I had one wish. You take her, dog? What are you talking about? You take, take I hope you, I had one you take her out to dinner? <laughs> I take that pussy if I had one to wish. Like what? Oh, whoa! <laughs> it's the '90s. Relax. Excuse me, Jeannie. Uh, I'll take that one. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. I'll take that. Grandkids, one. for your uh, for your edification, this is "Summer Girls" by LFO, also known as Light Funky Ones. Fuck, dude. And that is the what is pe- what people were trying to recapture with Pokemon Go. You love hip hop and rock and roll. Dad took off when you were four years old. There was a good man named Paul Revere. I feel much better, baby, when you're near. Like what? You love hip hop and rock and roll. Dad took off when you were four years old. So these are two facts about you, my, my lovely lady. Now, here's a curveball. There was a good name, a good man named Paul Revere. Now, what the fuck does that have to do with this girl? (laughs) (laughs) You love hip-hop and rock and roll. Dad took off when you were four years old. There was a good man named Paul Revere. I feel much better, baby, when you're near. That has nothing to do with the rest of the fucking verse. That's ridiculous. Yeah, because who gives a fuck? We're just excited to learn history because it's the fucking 90s. He said Paul Paul Revere. Revere. I learned that in my history class. (laughs) Dude, the other day I woke up missing Biggie. Just missing him. (laughs) And his shit was like, I don't know. His shit was great. <laughs> his Fuck. shit was great, man. His shit just was great. Just out here missing Biggie, dude. Grandkids, <laughs> I miss the 90s and I miss Biggie, but don't fucking download Pokemon Go. Don't, don't. Look, look, look. Here's the thing. Here's the fucking thing. The 90s were great. They were a great period to grow up in. Definitely, we should look back with warm, you know, memories. Fuzzy feelings, have, yeah. Oh my god, that was so great. That was so awesome. But we don't have to literally go back to the 90s. We can fucking have some dope shit now. Yeah. We don't have to go back. Because you know what? There was a lot of shit in the 90s that fucking sucked. CD players? Eat a dick. They're the worst. Cassettes? Dude, also, fuck off. Also, no. I want to point out that 9-11, it's not like 9-11 created some kind of new world that like was suddenly dangerous and suddenly, you know, it was just that we were living in a fantasy of safety and security and 9-11 bursted the bubble, you know? So we really should be thanking the terrorists of 9-11 for waking us up to the reality Jesus of the fucking world. Dude. Wake because me up. Before that, literally, dude, now correct me if I'm wrong, because this is the thought that I come back to over and over again in my head. In the 90s, when we were kids, Based on media portrayals, school assemblies, and all that fucking bullshit, correct me if I'm wrong, but the biggest enemies that we were convinced that we had were fucking bullies. Yeah. At school, at church. Or drugs. On the street and drugs. Drugs and bullies were our biggest enemies. Fuck off. Hillary Clinton is a bigger enemy than methamphetamine to me right now. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Yeah. Somebody teach me the real shit, please. Preach. I'm writing in. I'm writing in meth when I vote. <laughs> <laughs> meth for president. That's all I'm saying. For president. Methamphetamine for president. We're gonna pull all of the copper out of the Middle East. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're gonna do it. Oh shit! Oh, dude, take that, ISIS. That dude, if we're all on meth, ISIS is fucked. Oh, <laughs> if we all get, if we all get on meth. We're all going to go to Mexico. We're going to build that wall, and then we're going to go to Mexico, take all the copper plumbing out of their walls, and go back to America behind our wall. <laughs> everybody everybody in Black Lives Matter or the people who are against Black Lives Matter, everybody on meth would just be like, no, you know what? I love you, man, but there's a problem we need to fix, and let's fix it, baby, because we're on fucking meth. Like, let's go. Let's fucking <laughs> do this shit. the problem is, we don't have enough meth. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, just tell them it's all in the Middle East. Done. Yeah, Done. Yeah, that shit is done. fucking... ISIS has all the the ground. They'll be gone tomorrow. (laughs) They're done. They're done. (laughs) This has been conversations for our grandkids. ISIS has the meth, dude. Grandkids, thank you for listening. I hope you do. Yeah, I love you, sons of bitches. I I love you so much. Even though you're not even you're not even real right now, you know. Hey, you could you could be physical beings that happen on this planet at some point, or you could be. Uh, like metaphorical beings that I will have to rationalize later because at this point I fully expect to have some physical fucking grandkids. Let me just put yeah. it that way. If yeah, I don't, yeah, I'm gonna yeah, be pissed for sure. 
Honestly, the percentage of you guys existing has definitely sharply increased these past couple days. Oh, but anyway, oh, well, let's uh, leave the personal like, details. Out it's of been the conversations podcast. for our grandkids. Shame is anything you want to confess to the grandkids. I just met a cool chick. She's pretty cool. Anyway, I feel better. Uh, I feel better too. See ya. Yeah. I like it when the girls stop by in the summer. Do you remember? Do you remember when we met that summer? New kids on the block had a bunch of hits. Chinese food makes me sick. And I think it's fly when girls stop by for the summer. For the summer. I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. I take her if I have one wish. She's been gone since that summer. Since that summer. Pop mama they speak in span Met you one summer and it all began You're the best girl that I ever did see The great Larry Bird jersey 33 When you take a sip you buzz like a hornet Billy Shakespeare wrote a whole bunch of sonnets Call me Willie Whistle cause I can't speak baby Something in your eyes went and drove me crazy Now I can't forget you and it makes me mad Left one day and never came back Stayed all summer then went back home Macaulay Culkin wasn't home alone Deep in love, but now we ain't speaking Michael J. Fox was Alex P. Keaton When I met you, I said my name is Rich You look like a girl from Abercrombie and Fitch New kids on the block had a bunch of hits Chinese food makes me sick And I think it's fly when girls stop by for the summer For the summer I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch I take grip, I have one wish